It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. You're listening to the Sharks Audio Network. Now, here's your host, Ted Ramey. All right, welcome everyone. On Sunday night, February 26th, the San Jose Sharks announced a trade of Timo Meyer and Scott Harrington, as well as other prospects and draft picks to the New Jersey Devils in exchange for players, prospects, and draft picks. This is the press conference with Sharks General Manager Mike Greer immediately following the announcement of that trade. Hey Mike, what, what, what was the, the impetus behind trading Timo? Obviously a year left before RFA to, to get him to New Jersey. Well, uh, you know, first of all, I'll just I'll just kind of start off saying that it's 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 never never easy or never never feels great to right, trade to have to trade someone like Timo as talented as he is and as good a player as he is. Um, but you know, I think there's there's some realities realities at at place here with the salary cap and the salary structure of our group. Um, I think you guys can kind of see. Um, how great a year he was having, how great a year Eric's having, and, you know, where we still are um, results-wise in the standing. So, you know, to pay him uh, the money he's looking for um, and wanted, would it just didn't seem quite to make sense and to line up where where we are um, kind of headed as a, as a franchise and, and where we're at. You know, we if we... You know, we don't want to just keep spinning our wheels here. We're going to try and move this thing forward. And, you know, it's like I said, it's unfortunate that we we had to move on from someone like Timo and we wish him all the best and and uh, thank him for everything he's done for the organization and, and the city. But, um, you know, this is something that kind of pushes our group, our group forward. Corey. Hey, Mike. Um, Corey. Good. How are you? Good. Um. You just sort of try to walk us through the process, like what it was like, how long, how long you've been talking to Tom and, and how you sort of hammered out this, what looks like a pretty complicated deal. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's been going on for quite a while, um, to be honest and, um, some back and forth. And, you know, I just think that's, that's kind of the way things go this time of year. Um, you know, he's, he's been interested in him for a while and let me, and kind of let us know that. And, um, so we've had talks going on for a bit and I think things kind of started to pick up more and more as guys got taken off the market, um, and things that way, but it's kind of, it's just kind of, we've just kind of been working, working at it for, and hammering away at it. And, you know, you know, I got to give thanks to Tom, you know, he was, you know, I know it's not a, it wasn't an easy, easy deal on either side, but, you know, he was, he was good to work with and. And uh, we just kind of pushed it through, but it was kind of, you know, a lot of a lot of back and forth over the last, especially over the last probably ten days or so. What is it about uh, Shakir that made him? I'm guessing the you know along with the picks, sort of the main the main focus of what you were trying to get back from from New Jersey. Yeah, you know we um, we really like the player. You, you don't find too many six um, four D who are mobile and who can defend, but also add some offense. You know, I think he's leading his team and. 
he's a leading defenseman on his team in scoring. So, you know, we just think there's tons and tons of upside in this kid. He's just, he's just starting to um, figure out what he is as a player. And, you know, I think uh, he's, there's so much more to come. And I don't think you can kind of find that package of what he has. Um, you know, I think he's someone we can envision being in our top four um, for a long, long time. So, uh, you know, I know there's probably, you know, some some names out there that people were kind of hoping were going to be in here, but he's, uh, you know, he's someone we targeted and we, we feel really good about. We think he's a, a great, great prospect and great player and um, helps kind of build out our, our blue line depth. Him and Nikita, you know, our, our scouts love Nikita and what he brings as well. So um, I think this was a big step in kind of building out our starting to revamp and rebuild our, our defensive uh, pipeline. I guess just, you know, moving moving on from Timo, like where does this sort of leave you guys with your long-term plan or your timeline for where things are going here? Well, I think this this speeds this speeds up the process. You know, there were some scenarios out there where, you know, I could have just taken, gotten all prospect, uh, sorry, all picks back and things like that. And, uh, but we think that the players we got back are, are pretty, are moving far along enough on the development path that they'll be able to help us soon. And then obviously the picks along with, you know, our own, our own picks, it's something where I think this, this really helps kind of speed things up a bit. You know, you know, it's not easy. Like I said earlier, it's not easy to 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 part with someone like Timo. But the assets that we've got in this deal really think uh, you know kind of push things forward a little bit for us time wise. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Shang. Hey, Mike. How are you? Uh, very good, uh, Mike. Uh, are you guys in a rebuild? No, I, I mean, I, I still don't think it's a, a full-on, it's not a full-on rebuild. Yes, we're, we're uh, you know, we're trying to, you know, people want to always kind of put a label on it, like we kind of said at the at the press conference, whatever our word you want to use, but, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to flip this thing kind of as quickly as I can, but also making sure um, we get the right, right people in and the right and make the right moves here and not not rush it as you as you kind of can see with you know what we've done with you know our young players down and down with the barracuda so i think it's kind of a a step-by-step -step plan it's it's uh you know it's a retool rebuild i mean i don't know you guys you guys i'll leave that to you guys to put whatever word you want on it and yes we we took away a good player from from our roster, but like I, I said, he was having a phenomenal year. Eric's having a phenomenal year, and we we are where we are. So um, we don't want to just keep spinning our wheels. We want to get this thing to the point where we're competing for championships. And this was, um, you know, a kind of step in the right direction to to kind of get us a little bit younger, um, replenish the pipeline, and uh, you know, give us a little bit of flexibility as well. Uh, as you are now with the assets acquired for Timo. Um, do you guys have a, I guess, a plan for for when to be back in the playoffs? I mean, is it a two year plan, three year plan, or is it hard to say at this point? Yeah, I mean, it's it's all hard to say. I don't want to I don't want to put a number number on it, and then you know, doesn't work out, and then you know, comes all that stuff comes back, and 
east of this, we should be this by then. I just think we're going to, you know, I believe in our scouting staff and, you know, I got to give them credit for for uh, the viewings and the time they spent on on these players that we that we acquired today. But I got a lot of faith in them, our pro guys, our amateur guys. And um, I think we're going to, you know, we're going to flip this thing around quicker than, you know, people probably hope might expect after after making this move. But I, I feel strongly about about the players that we acquired here and some of our some of our young guys that are on the NHL roster and the young guys that um, we've drafted in, in our prospect pool and the guys down in Barracuda that, um, you know, we're going to, we'll flip this around. And like I said, it's not, I'm not just looking for picks and things are always back. I'm going to always be looking to try and put, build this team out and, and, and acquire players that I think fit what we're looking for and, and keep, keep pushing this thing forward. Uh, can you say uh, going into the season, um, was there a direction, a possible plan where you might keep Timo or try to keep Timo? But, you know, would you say that this year's results, even with Timo's, you know, terrific season, Eric's season and all that, you know, this year's results dictated this direction for you? Um, it's probably a little bit of a couple things, a little bit of both, I would say. I think, yes, like said, yeah, he was having an excellent season. Eric's had an excellent excellent season and and we are where we are results wise in the standings um and the other other part about it is the salary cap and 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 the ask you know the ask of what he was looking for on on an on an eight-year deal um and we have we already have some financial commitments on the books um and with the you know the salary cap is still who knows what it's going to be so it, it, it's also the business side and trying to be smart about it how we how we build this if and not at, not adding another huge huge contract down the books when we're probably not ready to to win at win at the moment. Marco, hey Mike, thanks for taking some time out of your Sunday evening to talk to us about this trade here. No problem, thank you. Uh, with the two picks that you got, these first rounders, when I know one's conditional, but is there maybe something where you can package later on when the draft comes and to maybe get the number one selection if you guys don't get that in the lottery? Um, I mean, I, I would be open to doing something like that, but my, you know, my kind of feeling on that is that whoever, whoever is, uh, happens to, to win the lottery, I, I think they'll be, they'll be making that pick, but, you know, having, having another, another first this year and, you know, possibly another first next year, you know, gives us some flexibility to kind of move around and, and maybe move up move up if there's a player we uh later in the draft is a player we we see that we like and we, we want to try and go get and lastly who do you think out of these prospects will be nhl ready the quickest out of out of the four there thanks uh, uh i mean that's tough to say i think um i think it's tough for any 18 year old to jump in the league and play um i think a lot of them would probably benefit from from spend another year in Europe or a year in college or, or whatever it may be. So um, I know we, we kind of saw that a little bit first firsthand throughout the league. The last couple guys who've picked, kind of been picked in the, in the uh, top three or, or four and, and wanted to play, it's been, it's not been easy for them. Um, so, and then you look at Maddie Beniers a bit who goes back to school and then comes back, uh, plays a couple of games, and and now he's you know he's probably going to win the rookie of the year. So, rushing these kids, it's uh it's hard. It's a hard league for an eighteen year old to navigate. But so it's hard for me to say. I mean, obviously, 
you know, Connor Bedard, someone who's is probably going to try and step in and play right away. And, you know, he's, uh, he might be able to, he might be able to just do just that. Well, but we'll have to wait and see. It's a, that's a tough league. Curtis. Uh, good evening, Mike. Thank you for doing this. Uh, just wanted to no ask, problem. you mentioned, you mentioned Timo, this kind of that, what he was looking for in terms of his next contract. What can you kind of say what he was kind of looking for as far as maybe his dollar and, and term? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think I want to get into that. I, I think that's between his camp and mine. And if that's, uh, you know, when he, if that's something he, him and his camp want to put out there, they can put out there. But, um, you know, it was, uh, it was just something that, that didn't really, it wasn't something we would have been able to do and make work over the uh, eight years or didn't make sense for us, for us to do. Can you kind of say what, where things might stand with, with Eric uh, right now? Are you still getting some interest from, from other teams as we get closer to Friday or is it your expectation that, you know, he'll still be a shark uh, after, uh, after that's over? Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a, uh, teams that still always want to check in on, you know, when you got a great player like that who, who, who can make a difference and maybe win you the Stanley cup. I think there's, there's always a little, little bit of interest, but at the same time, I think it's a, it's kind of a, with a five days to go for the deadline to make everything work. It's, it might be something that's difficult to pull off, but at the end of the day, if someone, someone wants them bad enough, I, as they say, if there's where there's a will, there's a way. So um, I won't. I don't know for sure, but at this at this time, I'm I'm anticipating him being here for the rest of the season. But we'll we'll see. All everything, anything can change at the drop of a hat, right? Sure, sure. I mean, do you anticipate if there is interest from other teams, there might be uh, might be more of a move that's that's major in the off season? Um, I think it would. I think it would be easier to do where you can kind of get your ducks in a row and all that and and figure out how to make the money work it's probably easier in the off season but at the same time you know i've i've like i've been saying from the get beginning i've i've enjoyed being around eric watching eric um so you know he'll have a, he'll have a say in this and and uh and what he wants to do moving forward but you know i'm just looking forward to having him watching him and have us have him uh have a strong end of the season and kind of uh keep doing what he's been doing out there would you say anything is is imminent right now? Obviously, you still have a, a pair of pending unrestricted free agents on the roster right now. Do you do, do you anticipate something happening, uh, you know, tomorrow or maybe early next week? Uh, there's nothing imminent right now. Um, but like you said, I think things happen fast this time of the year. So um, there's nothing nothing really on the burner at the moment. But like I said, I think uh, teams are kind of getting kind of prepping themselves up and, and, and they'll pick up pretty quickly here, I would imagine, over the next few days. Uh, obviously, this deal just happened, but do you anticipate who, uh, bringing someone up uh, from the uh, from the Barracuda to take, uh, take, a Ross, take Timo's roster spot right now and, or, or, or Scott's roster spot for that matter? Uh, right now, I would say, uh, I would say no. Uh, uh, Zetterlund's going to, We'll go right into the lineup, and um, and Johansson will, is going to come up too. I think he's, uh, you know, I think he's an NHL player um, who's kind of sometimes your contract gets in the way, and I think um, I think that's kind of a little bit of what happened with him in Jersey. The contract is 
was tough for them and some of the young players um they needed to get ice time and once their young players got the ice time they kind of took advantage of it but i i think andreas is an, is an nhl player and um we're gonna bring him in here and give him a look do you anticipate that those guys will be at practice tomorrow or, or is that maybe for, for tuesday potentially um probably for tuesday you know with with uh you know everything today with like, like i mean i'm sure as you guys see it's it was kind of a complicated deal then and them being on the them being on the east coast it would be hard for them to get here for practice so we're just uh we'll get them here at some point tomorrow i would imagine and um hopefully i think they'll be ready for everything goes smoothly they'll be ready for morning skate and uh you know it'll be up to Quinny then to see if he's uh wants to throw him right in the lineup or not how do you feel right now just about you're pulling this deal off and, and you know trading brands earlier you know last summer and just everything that you've done so far to, to try to get things going in the right direction for your team do you just kind of feel that you know it's it's kind of shaping up the way you want it to yeah i mean i'm i'm excited about what we've been able to do as a staff here um and and to kind of reiterate training trading Burnsy and timo are they're two great players and um you know when you're when you subtract players like that from your roster it's always uh it's always difficult but um i i think both both moves have have kind of given us some you know will give us some financial flexibility but also i'm i'm really excited about the picks we've been able to acquire and and the prospects we got i think um you know i think we've we've really done started to replenish the the prospect pool um with last year's draft and then um you know the trades we've made and the prospects we bought in i think it's um it's kind of it's headed it's pushed us in the right direction probably a, a little bit a little bit faster or faster than uh or got us on the right path um a little bit quicker to kind of help us flip this thing around okay thank you yeah, thanks we have time for a few more questions so we'll go to shang and then we'll wrap with uh corey uh, Mike, um, you alluded to some of the uh, other assets that maybe, you know, fans uh, might have, you know, names that are out there that fans might be uh, might be interested in. I guess generally in terms of the structure of a trade, um, you know, was there a possibility of a kind of a smaller trade, uh, you know, just smaller number of assets moving both ways? Or was this always going to be sort of a quantity trade maybe in some ways because the other teams that you're talking to they might not want to part with certain assets or they need you know said players for playoff runs right i think it's a little bit of a little bit of both and i didn't i didn't go into this um thinking that this needs to be a, a big you know a big trade like this kind of turned out to be we went through all the teams and did all our homework and um and then you know the teams that reached out to us we we kind of told them you know this would this is this would be what it would take to get it done um and then we kind of went from there and like you said some teams um you know they couldn't part with with certain assets we were interested in and then they kind of fell away and um the deal just kind of came about that way but i you know i i had an open mind if about um how it would go whether it was a smaller number of players or or a little bit larger like this turned out to be and there's also talk that um uh you know, uh, 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 teams might want Timo to sign an extension before, you know, making such a trade. Um, you know, just uh, kind of uh, uh, what can you say about what happened there? You know, did a lack of a contract extension with Timo and, and kind of uh, possibly affect your return for him? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I that's that's hard to say. I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it affected um, the return uh, too much. I think at the end of the day, um, I think teams would have even if without the extension, they you know they have the ability to to have Timo for you know the rest of this year and next year, then figure it out. So, um, you know, I would say maybe maybe affected a little bit, but um, not too too much. All right. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah. Mike, um, I know that it, with his former organization, uh, Shakir's development and where he was going to play and all that maybe wasn't, I don't want to say it was an issue, but whatever, whatever. Is he, um, are you, have you talked to his people at all? Are you like confident that he's definitely coming over next year and all that? Yeah. You know, he's, um, I know they, they had some uh, questions there, but he's actually he's actually signed to an NHL contract, so he's on a loan loan move over there. So when his uh, when his season's done in the KHL, we'll we'll bring him over here and uh, and, and uh, get a look at him up close. So um, there's no no concerns about no concerns about that at all. And you just last last thing you mentioned, Fabian. Um, it does seem like he's he sort of found a, a role with the Devils this year and sort of made made maybe made himself into a full-time NHL player just what did you guys like about him yeah I think um you know he's trending in the right direction from the eye test uh the analytics the analytics tests analytics stuff that we do um he's just trending in the right direction I think for him he's sometimes it takes a while to figure out how you need to play and what you need to do to to stay in the NHL and I think he's he's done that and and I think a lot of players have that have that uh, issue when they come up as young players, you know, most of these guys are drafted for a reason. And that reason is that they're offensive players. So I think what, what uh, Fabian's learned is, um, you know, you got to play, you got to play in the hard areas. And I think he does that. And I think he's, he's improved his game defensively and he's just become more of a, more of a 200 foot player where he's, uh, you know, it's not all about offense for him. I think he's willing to do the little things now and like, like I said, he plays he plays on the inside, which was really important to us. And at the same time, he's someone who can play on the power play and make plays offensively and, and can really shoot the puck. So um we just feel like he's he's trending in the right direction. Um, you know, I think last year, I think was it he scored 24 goals in 50 something games and in the AHL. So um we just feel like there's some upside there to this player to, to your point, he's figuring, he's figuring out what it takes to play in the NHL and how to play in the NHL. And, um, you know, we're, he's still only 23 years old. So we're, we're excited. We're excited to have him. Last question, Shang. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Mike, uh, one thing I wanted to ask is, you know, Timo being a RFA, um, you know, you didn't necessarily have to, do this deal now, just in terms of at least his rights, at least there's the uh, possibly the draft next trade deadline. Um, so was there any thought to kind of, um, you know, waiting it out or uh, were there, you know, reasons of just to get this deal done, uh, whether it's, you know, the, the, the deals are better now, or it just didn't want to kind of string it out. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, we didn't have to trade him if we didn't get what we, if we were looking to get, um, but at the same time, you know, the return would have been less if we did it in the summer, you know, this, this way doing it now, it seems, uh, 
the Devils will have them for the, the rest of this season in this playoff run and, you know, next season in the playoff run at the very least if they're not signing him to ex extension. So, um, you know, I think that's that's very valuable and that adds to return where if we, if we did it this summer and you take out in, a, in the possibility of it just being one playoff run, um, your return is going to be less. So I think it was best for us. Um, and I, I will probably say honestly, it was probably – I will say honestly, it's probably best for for Timo as well. I think um, you know I, it was on his mind to start the season. Then I think he just played hockey and did what he always did. And then you know I think the last uh, you know the last couple of weeks, I think it was starting to weigh on his mind of what's going to happen, what's going to what's going to happen, where I'm going to play type thing. And so I think uh, you know talking to him day, today, I think there's there's some relief that it's all. All been, all been behind him. That was the entirety of the press conference with Sharks General Manager Mike Greer. Stay tuned to the Sharks Audio Network for continuing coverage of any breaking news. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. And on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yend.